Asian meat was good there before him as well. Good morning, gentlemen. Still yeah. slightly behind, but yeah, we we're, making, we're making progress. Super Sunday, baby. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Super Sunday. That's it. I yeah. like that attitude. Yeah. He said it. I'm just repeating what he said yesterday. That's right. So, um, we, we, we just turned, we just got to the Tushma on yeah. Ahmed Beis. We're it. at the Tushma on Kuf Yud Ahmed Beis, 110B. The first question um, that we're in the middle of is not so hard to, to resolve, but let's turn to Ahmed Al for a second on Kuf Yud. Uh, the question is, can a woman who's a deaf mute be given chalitza? And that is the whole question. Can she be given chalitza or not? Now, if, what is the question? Um, is she a regular wife? Somebody marries a woman who's a deaf mute. Did she give consent? Is that, okay, is but she, is that a Doraisa marriage or a Durabunan marriage? It's a Durabunan marriage. Well, that's part of the question. So, uh, can a person marry a woman who's a deaf mute? Well, she's not able to give complete consent. Again, th- there are arguments today that, you know, with Helen Keller and the, you can reach these people and they can sign get language. West Sign language and they. There's uh, there's many advances today, and there's arguments to be made that they are capable of uh, understanding and given consent. Or, but certainly in those days, they really weren't capable of. So that Minatora, they're really not a wife. It's funny. We had a, a goat. A neighbor had a goat that was born. It was hmm. deaf, and um, and it just ran around in circles. Uh-huh. He didn't know what was going on, and he figured it out. Oh really? Okay. They did sign language. Then it started conforming to whatever normal goat behavior, or did it? No. It's, you it's, said it figured I, it out. What? No, no, it, 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 it to Oh, and then the owners figured it out. Oh, the owners, owners figured out. Apparently, that's the safe thing to do to just run in a circle. I guess I don't know, and I don't know what triggered me about this because. Uh, yeah, the deaf, the deaf. Um, right. Yeah. So the other interesting question is, I don't know what what's a safe haven for right. somebody. She she must know she's deaf and mute. I don't mm-hmm. know what the safe haven is, but not being able to communicate is, I guess, is part of it. Right. Now she she had a husband, and all of a sudden he died. Maybe she understands it. Maybe she doesn't. And now her husband's brother is making all kinds of funny sign language to her. <laughs> You need to spit. What is this? You know, <laughs> spit. <Right>. Two. <laughs> like, what exactly? So, like, we barely get it. Do you think she gets it? Like, you know, it's just not going in. So, that's the question. But it also deals with, when you think about it, she's giving the release. She's releasing him. In other words, he's supposed to. Uh, take on his brother's, uh, put on his brother's shoe, give his be a surrogate for his brother, and she's, uh, she's, uh, you know, he makes his declaration that he doesn't want to do that, and so she's letting him go. Really, she's she's making the declaration. Well, this is what you want, so but you know, you're going to be, you know, your your shoe's going to be removed. You're going to be called called Sanel, and she's not really able to do that. It's interesting. She's. Uh, on the one hand, he's doing the chalitza or she's doing the chalitza. We didn't really go, like, what are the mechanics of it? But whatever that is, she, can she do it? That's going to be the question. Can you have chalitza? And if you can't, it's a bad situation because uh, then she can't get remarried. 
you know, she's got this chalitza bond. She can't fix this chalitza bond. He kind of has a mitzvah. He can't resolve it. Does that mean he has to do yibum? Is that better? Like, what, what do we do over here? So that was the question. Can a deaf-mute wife, who's just a rabbinic wife, uh, get chalitza? So that was the question the Gemara started out with on Kofiud, the first word of Chareshes Bas Chalitza. Is she capable of Chalitza? So, Wait, what... Because it's Rabbanon, she's a cotton? No, she's, she's only half there. It's similar to a katana. Good morning, Steve. So that, that's the question. So uh, Rava, now they changed it to Rava. If you look over there on the Gemara, it said Rava, but on the right side they changed it to Rava because our Gemara is going to turn into Rava. Uh, Rava said that uh, it depends on the case. It's, he says that she could get chalitza. Basically, he says that if when she got married, she was normal and then she became a deaf mute. So her marriage is a Torah marriage, but her release is uh, is lacking. So then she can't get chalitza. So if she's a pichus and then she becomes a chareshis, then she can't get chalitza. But if she was always a chareshis, so he says, well, how did you marry her in the first place? However you married her with sign language, you can send her out. That was, that was the svara. The same way you get her, the same way, you, uh, same way she goes in, she goes out. We can take a look at that Rashi again. It was on Kuf Yud Ahmed Aleph, about ten lines up. Somehow she got married. He made the sign language. She understood that he was marrying her. This woman makes marriage not through verbal communication. She makes marriage through sign language. Yeah, you're right, but there's a difference between this. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> but as far as her understand, like how, however it worked, that, you know, <laughs> it worked. So that question is: Is he right? Can you give chalitza to a chareshis? So again, everybody agrees that if he was at first took her through a regular marriage and she fully understood and she fully accepted, you can't dump her when she doesn't fully understand. Right. So everybody agrees if she got married as a pichas, as a normal person, then, then she became a deaf mute that you can't give chalitza. The question is, if she was always a deaf mute, does chalitza work? And so as we turn the page, that's where we're starting today, Tashma. Is Rava right? Uh, that she does is is are you able to give chalitza to a deaf mute with sign language? Does deaf mute mean the same thing as deaf? I mean, if someone was hearing and speaking before and they became deaf, that doesn't mean they can't speak. Correct. Um, if somehow the Gemara has been going with a so deaf mute, yeah. yeah. So I, my, I guess the, the fact that she's mute tells you that she's also not really getting it all. Absolutely. If she could talk, maybe that would tell you that she's. Right, so she were just deaf but could talk. That would be a little different, perhaps. Okay. Uh, but the Gemara has been going with the deaf as a deaf mute. So, yeah. so, that, so that is our question right now. Can we prove, is, uh, can a chalutza, can a, if a person's, uh, can a chareshis get chalitza? That's all a very basic question. But again, if, if she was at first taken Minatora as a normal wife, clearly everybody agrees you can't dump her with sign language. Because she's not, sign language is not understood as much. But if her initial becoming a wife was done with sign language, so maybe for her, either for her, sign language is everything, 
or the fact that she was only married with sign language that that tells that whatever marriage she whatever made her connected should be enough to unconnect her. That's really the argument. So, but rather than we're, we're not going to prove who's right, other than seeing from the Mishnah how which which opinion was followed. So that's what we're going to try to do. And the Gemara is actually going to prove it by the end of the morning. But la tashma, come in here. Uh, but that's what we want to know. Can a chareshis, a woman who's married with limited faculties, uh, um, can she then be chalitzed with limited faculties? And there, just to pause for one second, I keep on adding things, but there is this concept that uh, the same way they go in, they go out. There is this, uh, the get, uh, Gittin and, and uh, Kedushin go together. <laughs> they, in fact, you learn, they learn Gittin first, they always say, because before you get into something, you have to know how to get out of something. But there's, there's this, we're going to see that, that they're, they're always connected, the taking of a wife and the releasing of a wife. And this chalitza is a release. So that, that's really our question. If the, somehow, if, if sign language was good enough to take her, shouldn't it be good enough to... And the thing is, he took her as a wife and he's letting her go as a brother-in-law. But we're assuming that it's... Um, it, if anything, it's less. He has a Zika bond. The Torah connected them somehow. Can he unconnect the Zika bond with the chalitza or she has no clue what's going on? Now, there, we're going to see a halacha that if a person marries a woman and then she becomes uh, insane or incapacitated, he can't divorce her. In the secular world, they have a terrible thing. People, the wife goes in the coma, the, hum, the husband divorces her. You know, forget her. You know, but we, there's no way. You can't do that. She has to be able to accept the divorce, and she's not, she's not all there. She's insane. So uh, hus- there are cases uh, that, uh, that uh, we actually had a case in this, uh, someone who people would know whose wife became uh, somewhat insane or was insane. Or, um, so actually they... You have to wait for the person to die? So, well, no, so what they did in this case was they got a hundred rabbis to allow him to take more than one wife. Now, try to get 100 rabbis to agree to something, and then the person can go to that much trouble and get 100 rabbis well, to agree. Had to undo the harem of Rabbeinu Yeah. In other words, uh, uh, in theory, a man, he can't, he can't dump her. He's always going to have responsibility because she's not capable of, of she's not all there. She's in a coma or she's crazy. Oh, I but, didn't, sorry, I just didn't know that that, 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 that person mm-hmm. was, was, ment- was mentally incompetent. I just thought she wouldn't leave Eric Yisrael. I was talking about a different one, maybe, oh, okay. but uh, but this one, you know, everybody would know who this is, but didn't, uh, 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 but whatever. So that's what he did. He got he got a hundred rabbis to allow him to take more than one one wife, because he couldn't divorce his wife that was crazy. But the, this new wife had to agree to be married to someone who. I mean, that's kind of an unusual situation. Maybe most people won't get in. Yeah, I bet he had a hard time getting a shit yeah. but uh, uh, but uh, oh, he had to do that first before he could even correct. Oh yeah, you're right. I see. I see. I don't think he kept it a secret, but I, I'm not, not going to mention the name just in case he did. You know, maybe only the rabbis knew or whatever. The I don't other know. Woman is the first wife is still around. Or? Yeah, yeah, still crazy, still around. Still in the community? <laughs> no, no, the other wife was never in the community. He was. This other wife was married to in a different community. When he came here, uh, nobody uh, knew the rest okay, of the okay. story. Okay. They just. Uh, well. um, so, um, any rate, um, so uh, uh, that's the. But our question here is: Can a deaf mute woman who was only married being a deaf mute be given a chalitza? So let's see what we can prove. So we're going to get into some of these cases. We're going to go back and forth into these cases that we had from the previous 
Mishnayis, two normal brothers, no shishtei nachrius, married two women. Now, we say strangers, meaning they weren't sisters, because that's one of the cases that we keep on jumping in and out of. But they're marrying two women unrelated, Alchas Pichas, but one of them married a wife who was regular, and one of the brothers married a deaf mute. So one has a Torah marriage, one has a rabbinic marriage. Meis Pekeach, uh, the one the, where the man was normal, but Baal Haresh is married to the deaf mute, so he died. So now his brother gets an uh, announcement in the mail that now he, he, does he want to marry a deaf mute and do Yibam, or does he want to give her Chalitza? So what should he do? Is it an option for him to give Chalitza to his, uh, his Zika? Does he, he has a Zika bond with his brother's uh, wife, and she's a deaf mute. So is it an option for Chalitza? So over here, we don't give him a Chalitza option. We say, Konis, if he wants, he can do Yibam. And after he does Yibam, then he could divorce her. Uh, but Chalitza is not an option. Meis now, what happens if the case is the other way around, where the brother, Baal, who was married to the regular wife, he dies, and uh, the wife, the person who's married to the deaf-mute, now gets uh, the regular wife of his brother uh, to do Yimar Chalitza. So there he could do whatever he wants. So there, here clearly we see that we're not giving him a Chalitza option to his deaf-mute uh, Zikaband. So it's a clear proof that you can't, uh, can't do chalitza. We're not giving him that option. So it must be you can't give... She's not going to know what chalitza is. She's not going to be able to do it fully. And so the only option he has is yibam, really. Yeah, but, but aren't they relying on the fact that she... Whatever it was she did to get married to his brother? No, we're not. We're not relying on that. So we're saying that chalitza is not... So we see not like that. That's the proof. We see that he can't give chalitza. But he can do yibam. Well, yibam he could... Uh, because same, how did how did his brother get married to her? Um, whatever that that method. Most right, was. right. Well, I so you're asking a good question, but um, Yibam, we're not worried about her. Basically, the getting married means living together, and so he's able. She understood what living together meant oh, with uh, the the brother, and she's going to understand on. that. With it's not as sophisticated I as the, and it, it's even less than that because. Um, Yibam doesn't need her to be aware of it. If he right. if he goes in the middle of the night and does Yibam and she's still sleeping and she never said yes and she's not even aware he's doing it, it still works. It, it doesn't need the other party to. It's a. Uh, um, she doesn't have to acknowledge. She doesn't have it now. Whereas Chalitza is much more participatory. She has to. It, it sounds like the opposite. Whereas you would say Yibam, she's you know she's uh, engaged in, with an action, but but for Chalitza, she has to know what's going on. She has to repeat, has to say the Torah verses and remove the shoe and spit and so. Uh, but either way, we see that Chalitza doesn't seem to be an option for a deaf mute, and that would prove you know, not like Rabbi. Takes brain. No, never mind. That's right. So, all right. So, my love, mida hi pekeach mikara. So, uh, uh, the question though is, we had before, how bad? What kind of chalutza? What kind of chareshes was she? What kind of deaf mute was she? So he was normal. He started out normal. So maybe havinami chareshes mikara. Maybe she also um, was a um, was. Just like he was normal the whole time, she was a deaf mute the whole time. Now we're just assuming the cases are the same. He's he when when we defined him as a pekeach regular, and we defined her as chareshes, meaning that she was the whole time a deaf mute. Biktani konis din and you see chalitza is not an option. So we have a slam dunk proof 
that you can't give chalitza to a deaf mute. So Gemara said, mediary, that's, uh, it's, it's not convincing of the argument. How can Issa, his status and her status are, are two totally different things. You know what? Maybe that case was that when he got married, she was totally normal. And her hearing went, and she became a deaf mute later. And made, so the problem there is that maybe it's a Torah marriage, and to give chalitza to a Torah marriage where she, she, had capa- uh, she had capability at the beginning, and now she doesn't, that's why over there it doesn't work. But maybe if she never knew what was going on, however, you know, then sign language would work. So it's not a proof. So we, that proof bites the dust. That's what I mean. Huck it is huck it. Maybe it's not a case where she was uh, um, uh, normal the whole time. She originally was normal, and then she then she became deaf mute. And we want to know when she's a deaf mute the whole time. Where the argument can be weighed the same way he took her, he might be able to dump her. So uh, therefore, that doesn't prove to anything us. So Ace let's try again. Shnei Achim, let's try from a different case. Two brothers. Now this case, the men are the uh, one. In the previous case, the women were the ones. One was normal, one was a deaf mute. Now we got husbands. One's normal, one's a deaf mute. And they married two sisters. One of the sisters was normal, and one was a deaf mute. So we got a lot of new factors in this case. So the deaf mute man who was married to the deaf mute woman died. Now the guy who's normal and has the normal wife, Alpikas has a normal wife. So now what's he going to do? He's got a big problem here because they're sisters in this case. Oh, that's what I was about yeah. to ask. Okay. So, uh, so actually in this case, it's not a big problem because there's no mitzvah of yibam to the deaf-mute sister. Because since he was first married to the, uh, to the normal oh, sister, oh, right. and he doesn't have to take the deaf-mute. He's not allowed to because there's no mitzvah for him to marry his wife's sister. So mishum that case worked out very good. He just uh, they, they tell the deaf-mute... Uh, there's no yibam here. Sorry, go find, you know. The, so her husband died, and uh, she's not a match to the brother-in-law because the brother-in-law is married to her sister. That's just the way it is. So she, in that case, she goes out. That's kind of easy. The problem is the other way around. If the brother who died was the normal one, married to the healthy sister. So now, the, the one who's married to the deaf-mute sister gets a Zika bond with the healthy sister. My yes, a cherish he's, 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 he's a deaf mute as well, right? Yeah. So my yes, a cherish balchareshes. The deaf mute married to the deaf mutus. There were words for that. <laughs> 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 You're right. Okay. So Motzi. So what should he do? He, his goose is cooked over here. This is there. There are situations meaning he has a rabbinic bond with a deaf mute wife. And he's got a Torah bond, a Zika bond, with a healthy wife. So, and he can't be married to both. <laughs> but he's also a parish as well, right? Right. So what should he do? So Motzeh is get. He can't take his wife because he's got a Zika bond with her sister. I think that was part of the problem of yesterday, when at the beginning, with the whole introduction. What's hard to grapple is that if everything would be on the same playing field, so then, the Dioraisa Zika would not even, right? Mm-hmm. A Dioraisa versus a Dioraisa Zika doesn't even start. Right, right. Zika just, just, it just drops. There's no Zika. Right. So sisters, can't happen. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you get a Dirabanan. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, the Dirabanan stops it. No, mm-hmm. the, tr- the, the Zika bond trumps the Rabanan. 
Well, so that that's our dilemma that, here. That, that's yeah, the yeah. dilemma. All of a sudden, now you have a you have a deraisa versus a derabanan. Uh, you would think deraisa wins. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a case of unrelated women. Um, it's just uh, based, based on what we're reading in the art school. It says stay achios. Achas b'tachas or achas achios. We're in a different one. Yeah, that's a different one. That's coming up. That's coming oh, up. Yeah. You guys, you're on time. We're we're still behind a little bit. So um, we're the, we're we're we didn't quite make half the page yet. So, but at any rate, um, so in that case, there's no good solution. Most easier to get ve'eshesachiv, and uh, his brother's uh, wife he can't marry either because since he has a bond with her sister, he can't. Um, he's he's connected to both, and he can't be connected to two sisters. And in most cases, the connection to the, the wife trumps the connection to the brother's wife. But over here, since his connection to his wife was only rabbinic, was only that, well, the rabbis allowed it, but he's minatori, he's not really married to her. Because of the deaf-mute side of things. Because of the deaf-mute side of things. So uh, in that case, he, he just, he, 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 both women are really going to be Why stuck. Why wouldn't that same reason mess him up for doing yibum for the, his wife's deaf-mute wife's sister? Right, so that's he doesn't do yibum either. He doesn't do oh, yibum in that case. Oh, okay. So our question is, why can't he give her chalitza? Why can't the deaf mute man give chalitza to the uh, the healthy sister and just uh, and give her a release? So it must be that you you know when your deaf mute's in there, you can't give chalitza. Well, maybe who said um, maybe he was normal and then he got a deaf mute. Me matzi mepik. Um, well, then, could he, is he capable of doing chalitza at that stage? But it's not niskarish, um, niskarsha, yotze. If she became um, uh, a deaf mute, uh, then he's able to uh, get divorced. Nishtatis, but if she becomes insane, lo yotze. Niskarish, who, o nishtatis, lo yotze olamas. Whereas if he becomes a deaf mute, or, um, or he becomes insane, then he, he's not capable of giving the divorce. So that can't be the case. Um, the case is, he was a deaf mute the whole time. And since he was a deaf mute, if we're talking about the man was a deaf mute the whole time, and then we must be talking about, well, the mutes are the same mutes. <laughs> he's a deaf mute the whole time, and she's a deaf mute the whole time, and we don't allow for chalitza. And if the um, sisters were deaf mutes from the beginning, so then the, uh, the, the co-wives, I'm sorry, the non-sisters were also deaf mutes in the beginning. And clearly over there, chalitza is not an option. So basically, in this case, where there's a little more detail, we can kind of firmly establish that we're talking about being deaf-mute the whole time. And we had said before, maybe if they're deaf-mute the whole time and the way they, they, uh, the way they communicate is with sign language, so the same way they came in, the same way they go out. But over there, we can prove that the other, the other mutes in that case were all fully muted. <laughs> they were muted from the beginning and, and muted at the end. So, uh, and still there's no chalitza. So it, it, uh, from the fact that we, the other mutes in that case are, were the whole time, and you can't go, so clearly the women also were deaf mutes the whole time, and still chalitza is not an option. And that seems to prove, as we're saying all along, that if a woman is a deaf mute, she can't do the chalitza ceremony.
So that's the proof the Gemara wanted to bring. Let's see if they buy it. Ishtik. He was quiet. So actually, that's pretty good. He, did, he didn't argue on it, but he was quiet. He also came to Yosef. When they came in front of Yosef, Yosef felt that uh, you could have answered that proof a little bit. My taima. So again, it's not, it's not a proof that it's, that it's not true, but we need a case where somebody's been a deaf mute the whole time to know that Kalitza is not enough. So my time at Tusimehai, why didn't you answer them? You should have brought a different case, the Yochelishnuyalach, because in that case, even though um, uh, it, 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 we're trying to deduce that since the the men's were the men's were muted the whole time, so the women's were also muted. But it's not it's not a slam dunk kind of proof. Uh, what you sh- the the uh, you should have brought a case where you could prove achias karshemikara nachris pichus. Um, that a case where they were the sisters were deaf mutes the whole time. Nachris pichus va'achan Uh It could be the non the other wives were normal and then they became a deaf mute and then we only. There are a whole bunch of women over there. There's the sisters and then there's the non-sisters. But we didn't... How do we know how to define that case as to how mute they were? And since it's not a, it didn't explain that, we can't rule it out, and then we don't have a slam-dunk proof that you can't give a... In other words, everybody agrees if they were taken in marriage as pikkas, as normal, and then they became a deaf mute, you can't give them chalitza. Because they understood what they were getting into when they got married, and it was a Torah marriage, and now they have a, um, uh, they became a deaf mute. It's, it, the question is, can you nullify the Torah Zika bond with Chalitza when they're a deaf mute? So at the end of the day, we can't prove that yet. So But if you want, there's another place we can prove that from, from the following. Two, two brothers, in this case, the brothers were muted, and they married two normal sisters. Oh, Or they married, or the sisters were the mutes. Or the two sisters, one was normal and one was not. We've got a whole bunch of cases. Or two, two muted sisters married two normal brothers. Two not normal brothers. Uh, since you got the sisters here, there's no chalitza. But if they weren't sisters, he can't do. Uh, then he could. Uh, then even though there's deaf mutes here, you could still do yibum. You could get divorced. So what is this case? This is another case where you have deaf mutes, and the only question is really going to be: Do we see from this case that you're not giving chalitza to the deaf mutes? So Elaine is picking the sofnish. So maybe we should give the same answer that this case also they weren't originally deaf mutes. And if they weren't originally deaf mutes, it doesn't prove anything that you can't give chalitza. Because they originally got married in a normal way, so who said you could do chalitza with sign language? So, if you want to say the same answer that we gave on the other cases, that weren't proofs because they were normal and then became deaf mute. In our case, me matzi mepik, then you wouldn't, would you be allowed to divorce them? But if something happens to the woman and she has less capability, lo yatsi. So clearly, um, the uh, that can't be the case that um, uh, that something happened to them. They must have been a deaf mute the whole time. That the they were deaf mutes to begin with. And the men were deaf mutes. Nami, the women also were deaf mutes. The only option is from there, you do have a proof uh, that chalitza is not an option 
for, even though he married them with sign language, he can't uh, give chalitza with sign language. It's more than the fact that do they understand what's going on with chalitza. The Torah actually says they should, uh, this is what she should say, and, and she can't speak. I think it's the engage. I think what you said before, I think it's the engagement. There's engagement required with Lisa, mm. whereas getting married or even there's... Yeah, there's no engagement, right. right. Exactly. But, but also for Chalitza, you have this part that you have to speak. And there's certainly, they're not speaking. Uh, you know, so they're speaking through silent, but it's not a speech. So, so the, here, the Gemara actually resolved it, that no, you can't give Chalitza to a deaf mute. It's not going to... That ceremony won't work if she doesn't know what's going on. Okay, so then we move on. Katana v'charishis. So Amr Reb Nachma Ashkei l'Rav Ada Barava l'Rav Chana Chasnoi and Rav Chana is son of law. The Yosef, they were there. The uh, actually, we usually translate Yosef means sit, but it, it means they were having a yeshiva. They were doing a learning session. V'kamekavi Akusa b'shuka de pampadisa, and they were asking each other questions in the pampadisa. Um, cup of coffee, uh, right. Mm-hmm. There's Rashi here. It's a funny word. What were they doing exactly? Let's see the Rashi. Makavi Akvisa. Makilin Talmidim Savi. They were gathering the students around them. Shayiboyim Lishmoy Divrayim. That's what the word kavi means. Kavi uh, means, uh, in Hebrew, it means like to kihila. They were, hey guys, Wait, come we, on. We say kavi el Hashem. Yeah, okay, this is the Aramaic, though. Uh, right, right, right. That's one of you. Lishnachwina Demiku Aku Meshivin Kushas. The second answer is they were answering questions. They're having the old-fashioned Ask the Rabbi. Ahuka, right. No, they asked the Rabbi session. Yeah, it's a funny word for what exactly... We we get the idea they were having, you know, something was... They were having a learning session, but the wording is different than what we're used to. So that's where they were asking each other questions. Like, it was like a game. You ask me, I ask you, we take turns. We ask the rabbi, like you said. Or, or the word cue was they were trying to gather a group together. They were trying to set up a class. You know, we're starting to, you know, get everybody together. But that, that was the question. Tosos also was trying to figure this out, um, what the wording was. Uh, the word cue of itir, the word cue means like they... Uh, we're figuring it out, but it's not a word we're used to. This word, kavi, ka, uh, it sounds like ka, it's not it's like, uh, kakua, kamakaku akusa. That's what they were doing. They were kakusa. They were, but at any rate. So what? Did, what were the questions? Va'amri. They said the following. Hatanan. We learned before ketan of Hareshis, If the two wives, um, his brother died, and he had two wives, and both of them were rabbinic. One was a minor. And one was a deaf mute. So the question is, which one do you pick? <laughs> but it's actually the, the challenge here is which wife was the, was the real wife? And it was the person had two marriages. And for, he was married to, to the two categories of women who are just not fully married. The Torah actually doesn't consider them wives. The rabbis allowed them to play house. The rabbis allowed them to... There should be a construction that they should be like wives. But the question is, which one, is, and each one is for a different reason. So which one is the, is the real wife? The katana doesn't remain a katana forever. Okay. So that, we'll take that into consideration. Yeah. On the other hand, uh, right now, the katana is, is a baby, is a little child. Whereas the other one is a fully developed, uh, regular woman. She just can't hear and can't speak. So which one is the real wife over here? 
So uh, that's going to be the question. He should pick the stronger of the wives to exempt. In other words, only one yibam or chalitza per customer. And so which wife should he choose? Is there a preference about which, which of the two wives would be the ideal candidate for the yibam or chalitza? That's the question. So we said, that neither wife would exempt the other wife because they're one wife might be more married than the other. And so if one wife gets Yimor Chalitza, that's not necessarily going to uh, work for the other one. So, that's only when the brother was normal. And we don't know, was the, the minor wife who was totally normal, the one he liked better, or did he like the, uh, the deaf-mute wife, the mutist better? As Rabbi Cohen says, she's going to grow up one day. She's going to figure out what's going on. So maybe that wife is better to him because she'll be able to be normal. Oh, but Haresh is Nikola. <coughs> or maybe he prefers the deaf mute, the Bigdoli. She's normal, Basbia. He can have a normal marital life with her. Uh, well, uh, so, no, not normal, but he's marital. Not, <laughs> marital, yeah. He's not worried about me right now. No, correct. Time. That's right. Yeah. The question is which one should he choose for Yimur Khalitza? But uh, if what happens if his brother was a deaf mute? Would that solve the problem? If he's mute, would we assume that he likes the mute girl, or would we assume uh, or not? Oh, awesome. So Gemara says, because first of all, he could have an, a regular marital life. and she's like him. and I say that actually people are like opposites. They, when they get married, they don't want a clone of themselves. They want someone who brings new skill sets. Yeah, because if we had, if we, if we had somebody who had the same problems we had, we'd be in a lot of trouble. We need somebody who at least can add certain, you know. But I mean, it's still a doubt because maybe he prefers having someone normal in their relationship, or even if she's a minor. So it's an interesting question. It's a psychological question, right? They say that people do, well, I, I guess you have both ways, but uh, they, um, sometimes people thought they were marrying somebody like them, and then they often discover that they're, they are very different. And that's a, uh, um, and, uh, but that's just because, you know, that's the nature of people. But in the end of the day, there, there are many good marriages that, that work very, very well where he, the, he and she are different, and that's, that's expected. But either way, that's the question over here. Does the, uh, do we say that the deaf-mute wife is more of a wife because that would have been his preference? Or there also you have the same question. That is the question. Okay. So Kate says that nothing. So what, so what does he do over here with these wives? So the, the wife that's the deaf-mute, he can do yibam, and then he can divorce her. The yibam doesn't take brains, right? And he gives a get. But Katana, now the one who's a minor, Tamsha Anshatida, wait till she grows up and then he can give her Khalitza. So that's the, the one that's a minor, um, he can just wait till she grows up and then she's, uh, she's an adult, a regular person, she can get Khalitza at that stage. So now the Gemara is going to use interesting words to describe this uh, debate about the marriage. And we're going to spend uh, at least half of the time that's left trying to figure out what's. What are the mechanics of a rabbinic marriage? What is the problem with a rabbinic marriage? Meaning, like, whatever it is that, whatever marriage that she's capable of, of offering, 
isn't that, aren't they married? They are married. They're going to play house. They're going to, they're going to live like man and wife. Why would it be less in this case? What is it that's lacking that makes it only rabbinic? And if we know that, so then we would know the strength and weakness of one marriage over another. So, yeah. Why don't we ask this question? I don't, did they, did, they didn't seem to ask with uh, Yibum, when you have brothers who are married with this rabbinic marriage, that Yibun maybe shouldn't really impact a rabbinic marriage. In other words, it's it's not even the status of a marriage that really that the Torah recognizes. So maybe it shouldn't recognize the Yibum or the Yav. Right. Well, if that if if basically if the first marriage is not a marriage, so it's not a there's no harm done. If 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 it's not. On the, yeah, it's not even a yibum, but then it's it's not a harm. There's not a there's nothing wrong, he, and basically he's he's doing yibum for somebody who doesn't you know that's not really his brother's wife. But on the uh, the uh, the side to speak out though is the idea of yibum was the first husband he would have left uh, uh, um, his soul would have found rest had his wife become pregnant and had a child, and that would have happened by him living with his deaf mute wife. Or living with his minor wife, who would have be who would have grown up and been capable of bearing a child, so now we're asking the brother to step into his shoes. So he's capable of of uh, being a surrogate to uh, to be as if he became his brother and do yibum to his brother's wife. That we understand he can fully do that. He's capable of fully replacing whatever his brother was in that relationship. He's capable of replacing that. Um, Whereas for Chalitza, that needs the wife's understanding. We're not sure if he could do that or whatever. But uh, Yibam, the Gemara understood you could do, uh, if that's what you're asking. In other words, being a surrogate means basically he's a sperm donor, if you want to put it that way. But it's, it's more than that, though. He's, as a brother, he's, he's allowing his body to become his deceased brother. He's allowing his body to, his, he's becoming the shoe for his deceased brother to have a child in this world. Uh, so we're just assuming that can happen, uh, even though the wife was not a full wife. But she was a wife who could have a kid. So that's why we're assuming Yibun can take place. But uh, our question, though, is which wife is the real wife? What, what are the mechanics here? What is the doubt about the deaf mute or the minor? What's lacking? They're living together. They're, they, they look like man and wife. Wh- what is it that's missing? So the word's going to use some interesting words. Some are up. Maybe the idea is that the deaf mute, he acquires her, she agrees to be married to him, she's his, his woman, but but there's something there that's not fully taken. She's not all, she, she's, something is left there. Whereas Katana, the Katana, he's, he didn't fully grab her. The deaf mute is, is an adult. So what, as whatever uh, capability of saying yes, she's capable of doing it. Whereas the minor... No, she's not capable because she is a chareshe. Right. So what? That she's a gedola. We're saying that she doesn't have dust. Now, so there is the argument you made there the same, but we're making the argument that it's different. We're trying to make the argument that, that the mechanics of a marriage of, to a deaf mutus is different than the mechanics mm-hmm. of a marriage to a minor. So we're saying that the uh, the Hareshis 
is married, but you but there's more there to be married to. Right. Whereas if she was able to speak or something. Right. right. Whereas the katana, she, you it's it's like sort of you got her. Because uh, if you want to say that the koresh is the same thing, hey kanuya, kanaya kanu Maybe it's the other way around. Koreshis of myconis umotzi beget. Why would you be allowed to give her a divorce? Tosiv gabe b'manushach. You should have to stay. As we turn to today's page, we're there. So he should stay married either way. So why? Uh, if, um, uh, if he, he needs to acquire her, and if, she's, if the first husband didn't acquire her, so then there's no problem. So the wife that's the deaf mute, there's no problem in taking over whatever marriage was there. There's no problem in, in taking it over. The katana is really the problem because the katana is going to become a full-fledged wife, but she didn't. So to take over something that was a wife in potential, Horesh's whatever potential was there was had by the brother, and now he's going to have it. Whereas with the, the katana, it was a wife in potential, and later on she'll reach her potential. We don't know how that's going to work. The key came katana, my time to not so why do you wait until she grows up and give her chalitza tosav gabe? Why don't you, why don't we just say he should do yibum with her? If he was married to the first husband, she'll be married to the second. Then she's not married. So then how do you decide? How did we decide that one can be married and divorced and one can be married and waited? So Amr Hakanam Tanya. The Gemara is going to say this is going to be the logic. And again, we're looking to get to the puzzle of the mechanics of the being married to a deaf mute woman and the mechanics of being married to a minor woman. Two brothers are married to uh, two sisters, and both of them uh, were orphans, meaning they're rabbinic marriages. And uh, one of the sisters. Uh, was a minor, and one was a deaf mute. So which has the stronger marriage, right? One, so, um, so, the one who was married to the minor dies. So now the problem is, uh, this was the problematic case because he's got a Zika bond with one sister and he's got a marriage with the other, and you can't have that. You can't be connected to two sisters. So, the deaf mute can be given a divorce. The katana tamtin the tiklots, and you wait until the minor one grows up, and then she can be given chalitza. That case works, but what happens if the husband of the deaf mute dies? So then katana yotze beget, um, the uh, the katana goes out with the divorce. V'chareshes asur laolam, and the deaf mute um, she can't be married, uh, she can't give chalitza, and you're stuck. The im ba al What happens if he didn't know what the halacha was and he went and he did yibam with the chareshes? So then, no get v'tira. See, he's not supposed to marry the chareshes in case he's married to her sister. But if he went ahead and did, since it was the doubt, so at the end of the day, whatever yibam he did, he can now do, do a divorce. So the problem is you can't give chalitza to a chareshes, but you could do a get to a chareshes. So, uh, but that's that's and what it says. And he'll continue even with the katana when she grows up. Right. That's the that's okay. So, if you want to say the way the deaf mute marriage works is you do acquire some of her, 
whatever of her is available, you acquire. But there's some missing because she's a deaf mute. And Katana's Kanuya Vena Kanuya Mishumhaki. That's why. Baal Kharesha's no get. If you married the uh the deaf mute, you can give a divorce because uh she becomes okay. Because whatever it is that she was capable of being married is now capable of being divorced. Whatever whatever wife, whatever capabilities she had can be taken and can be let go. And uh, that, that can, we kind of understand that. That whatever uh, the Horesh is, is not going to change. She's, she's like, she's half a wife. Whatever half he could take, he could let go. Whereas the minor, it's this whole idea that she didn't give consent and she's going to grow up and be able to give consent. Uh, it, it's hard to say he took what was there. So Ikatana Kanuyihi, if you want to say he acquires the Katana, Hainafik Mishum Achazisha. If he, she's a real wife, so then, then he doesn't have to marry her because he's married to the sister. Then he should be able to give Ibam. But if you're going to say that the Choreshes is the one we're in doubt about because she's not all there and whereas the minor, he has half of her. Kibal Choreshes, then when he marries the deaf mute, my nose and get why would that be good? It's like a half yibum. It's a half yibum. It's a biapsula. The yibsula lo patra. Basically, if she does, if the chareshis is a deaf mute who really doesn't get it, she's. Um, it, we know there's like a there's a person here who's deaf and he's hard to communicate with sometimes, and you don't know if he understands you. I don't know if I should give that as an analogy, but I'm just saying like it's frustrating because you. You have to write it down. That's the way it works with it, you know. But at least me, sometimes I can't communicate. I don't know if he understands me. But he can speak. He can speak, degree. right. So he definitely has a lot. But when you have a woman who's a deaf mute, you really don't know what she gets. So it could be one time, some of it, sometimes she has a little more understanding, and sometimes she has a little less. It's so, like speaking with somebody who doesn't speak English. Right. You, don't, you really don't know. You don't know, right? Same thing, same right, thing, right. 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 The communication, and it could be sometimes you said something that they did get, and another time you say something and they don't get it. Right. It's just a, uh, so that's what we're afraid of with the deaf mute. I can have that with people that know how to communicate. <laughs> I don't get you. Right. 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 That's right. That's right. So, uh, so the more answers, but this, uh, uh, the so, Basically, we're saying, don't you see from here that the deaf mute, um, we're looking at it that, not that it's like a, uh, you have no idea what's going on there, and one day she could get it, or one day not get it, but there's something to get, and whatever there is to get, you got, and whatever there is to dump, you dumped. In other words, you can, mm-hmm. uh, that's the way we're looking at it. So the said, no, not necessarily. There's another view that when it comes to Yibam, you don't really have to get it. It, it is what it is. It's relations. It's not a, uh, it's not a, it's more of the, it's the physical act. And even if it's not, uh, even if it, whatever he says that, that it's enough that she's released from chalitza. So even if he, it wasn't a full marriage, whatever it was, uh, he became a surrogate for it. It didn't have to be sophisticated. That's, uh, so that view so that, therefore, at the end, we, we don't resolve our question according to that view. We were, try, we're still trying to resolve our question, trying to get to the mechanics of uh, being married to a deaf mute or being married to a minor. What's lacking in those marriages? So, uh, so the more says, the more the wants to challenge us. Are you sure we could say we're going in Reb Nechemia? 
First is married to two wives, uh, married to two orphans, meaning that it's only rabbinic marriage, and one's a katana and one's a deaf mute. Same case, the two wives. Mace, uh, and he died. And now, over here, the, the, the Yavim, um, again, people didn't learn Yavamas. They weren't necessarily learned. Yavamas was one of the hardest Mesechtas. Uh, and a person could go their whole life and not learn the hardest. They don't even learn the easy Mesechtas. Uh, so, Mace Yavam. And the, what happens is, uh, all he knows, the Torah, is, he's supposed to marry his brother's wives. So, the Yavam, uh, he does Yavam with both. Bo Yavam al Bo al It's a mess. He married both. And now he's married to neither. So what's the story? Or he went on one wife, and the, and the other one went on the other one. So now they're both forbidden. Now what should he do? He waits for the minor to grow up. So that's what it says over there. So if you want to say that the problem with the deaf mute is that there's part of her that's an adult, and whatever part of her gets it, he's got, and whatever he's not ever able to get because she's not all there, that's un- left out. And katana, kanuya, vein, kanuya, and a, a katana is sort of gotten for abundant he and it goes like mushum hakitam. That's why you should wait till she grows up and gets galitza. Dilma kodum ubo haresha because maybe he'll have relations with the deaf mute first. And then the second one would be no good. And so uh, that's why he has to give chalitza. But if you're going to say we're going like Rem Nechem, be Absula Patra. He says once you have one, it, they're done. Alushmami, now we're not going in that opinion. Basically, if you say that once he, there's one Yibam done, then everything is finished because there is this view that Yibam takes place no matter how much of a wife it is. So if, uh, but we're not going in that view. So if we're not going in that view, then we do have a proof as to which one is stronger. So I'm Ravashim and Reisha Namishmamina the Rabbanan that we're going in the Rabbanan. We said the deaf mute can give a divorce. she becomes okay. We don't mention that. So don't we see that the Ktana he doesn't re- the first husband wasn't really married to. So the more is bringing a proof that uh, that. Uh, of the two, it comes out the Harashis is the stronger wife of the two. Mm-hmm. So the Morris said that's not a proof. The Harashis is never going to become normal. They didn't have that surgery they do now to uh, correct it, a cochlear <laughs> implant. They didn't have that. So she's never, so Tani Takanta, the Sura. So we talk about what happens if they went ahead and did marry her. Katana. But the katana is said to come to So the reason we set up the case the way we did is with the minor, that's a passing blemish. Just wait till she grows up and then everything will be figured out. <laughs> so the, at the end of the day, there's no proof for the way we, we mentioned the case because we don't know, at the current state, we don't know who's the stronger wife. Why do we suggest it the way we did? Because at least the katana will get out of that mess. So the bottom line is, that the second great issue of the day is left unproven. So um, the first issue of the day was, can a deaf-mute woman give chalitza? And uh, we actually resolved that, um, that you can't. Uh, that we, we did a good job, we resolved that. And then the second issue of the day is, if a person has two rabbinic wives, a deaf-mute and a, and a minor, which one is the stronger marriage? Uh, they work the, are the mechanics are different, 
and we didn't fully resolve that. We, we made arguments both ways, and we made it even more complicated. What if he's deaf-mute? Does he, is it then more likely that his, his deaf-mute wife is definitely stronger because he wants somebody like him? Or no, maybe he prefers the one who has more capability. So we didn't resolve that at all, and now we get to the next mission. I hope this started so we can turn the page. So let's begin. Misha, I just wanted to point, even though the Gomorrahs were complicated, the issues themselves were easy to understand. This issue, can a deaf-mute woman give chalitza? And being married to a woman who doesn't get it, or being married to a minor who doesn't get it because she's immature. There's immaturity and there's deaf-mutedness, which is, they, they're, they're different. One doesn't get it because she can't communicate. One doesn't get it because she's not in, mature enough for the communication to go through. Right, but, and, and you could find a katana that is precocious and does understand things. Maybe. Right. Okay. Right. Right. But you could find it. But but maybe a deaf mute you could find who seems to get it. Yeah. Um. So, but we we didn't resolve that. We didn't resolve that at the end. So okay, fine. So next mission. Misha, but we've actually quoted some of these. uh, So should sound familiar. Misha, no Persons married to two rabbinic wives. Two. He likes minors. He's married. He might be. He might be thirteen, and he's married to two eleven-year-olds. Okay. So a person is married to two Yusamas Katanas, Umes, then he died. And uh, we're, we're... Are they, they sisters? No. So uh, we're having similar cases where the, the Yavim uh, thinks he's supposed to do Yivim with both wives. He thinks if one Yivim is a good thing, so two Yivim... So again, nobody never learns... Uh, so... And, and this is a met. See, with adults, the first one is a Yivim and the second one isn't. With two adult wives, we had that before. There's only one Yivim per customer. So if he had relations with the other one, he's going to have to bring sacrifices or get a whooping or whatever, like he really messed up. But over here, uh, these are rabbinic wives, and they're both minors. So the question here is, um, this is an interesting question. He can be married to two minors, and one can be more married than the other. Because one minor gets it, and one minor doesn't get it, as you were saying. One's more precocious, one knows that she's married. And so which one is the real Yavama? Probably the one he went to first. So, so I didn't, well, that's so, just my guess. so let's see. So, Mesa, Rishona, he went on woman number two because of Baal And then he had relations with number two. Or he did one and his brother did one. They weren't supposed to. So, Loposo Rishona. So, the fact that, the, uh, that they did the second one doesn't mess up the first one. Rashi, Loposo as we turn the page, we, uh, we're on 111b. Because whatever the first one did, the second one did. And if the first one now is a full uh, and the second one is not. Let's say it didn't do anything. Then the, they were never really married. So he's keeping one, Shilonifso love, she, nothing happened. See, we're not sure if they were married. Because we're not sure if being married to a minor was like fully married. But the second one goes free with no harm done. And the first one he can keep as a wife. Okay. Uh, continuing on. Basically, the second one doesn't have a den of your brother's wife at the end of the day? Well, correct. Because if she was. If both, because whatever the second one was, the first one was, and if he married one, then the second one doesn't is free to go. Mm-hmm. 
And if neither one was married, so then she's also free to go. So either way, she's free to go. I think the Kiddush is that, that, that by him marrying a Katana, that's... The, the, he, he lets the, the other one go. That's correct. That's right. Yeah. Uh, very good. The Cain, uh, same thing would be if they're both deaf-mutes and they both had a relation with both. So again, it's interesting that we're going into these cases that, that they're not following the halacha. They're taking both, but they, they didn't know that you don't take both, right? They, they think if one is a mitzvah, so then two is even a bigger mitzvah, right? Two mitzvahs. Two mitzvahs, right. Okay. So if they're both deaf-mutes, or a katana choreshes, bo yav la katana, and the Yavam marries both, or his brother. So in this case, uh, there, there, there's a big problem because we don't know which one was the real one. So then, now the Katana, was, she would be Puzzle. Um, then the Choreshes would be no good. Because in this case, we don't know which is the real one. And if he takes the wrong one, then uh, he's in trouble. Okay, next case. Pichas v'choreshes. What happens if one was normal and one was not? But, and the Yavim did Yivim to the regular one. V'chozubah choreshes. And then he did Yivim to the choreshes. Oshubah achival choreshes. Lo pasos apichas. The first one is good. There's no problem with the first one. But what happens if first they took the one that was the deaf mute? V'chozubah alapichas. And then they took the one that was normal. Oshubah achival or the brother. Pasos choreshes. Now the problem is that uh, maybe the Choreshes was good and maybe not. Uh, what about Gdol of Katana? One was a Gdol and one wasn't. That wouldn't mess up the big one. But but if they took the one that we're not sure of, so in these cases, the, the, the best way to go would be to take the normal one first. But if it didn't happen that way, we're, we're in the middle of a dilemma because he might have taken the other one first and he might not have. And so that creates a problem. Rebbe Lezer said, in this case, even though we don't usually like me and Malam the Katana Shitimoinbo, the best thing to do is tell the Katana, refuse that marriage and solve all the no, problems. The Rebbe Lezer we had on Shabbos. On Shabbos, yeah. Omri, you don't know, Halacha Karebbe, we hold like Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Lezer, Halacha Karebbe Lezer, it's Ficha. And you need wait, to say it twice. Rebbe Lezer, Halacha Karebbe Lezer? Wait, <laughs> That's are these right, two right. different Rebbe Lezers? I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope so. I don't know what the article <laughs> says, but I, I assume it's two different... Uh, so, the first one's the Amora, the second one's the Tana. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he likes his namesake. Yeah, so he, <laughs> he's pointing out that you can't really tell everybody that I'm right, that Halacha's like me. You would need the other people, the verb. So it's a different. The one they had the same name, but one said that looks like they were saying. Now, why would you need to tell you twice? In the case there where you didn't do yibam, maybe they both would agree. Let me forget that she should get a divorce. instead of a me and So therefore, we need oh, wait, both take cases. a look. Shmuel Amar Halacha. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's interesting. So there must be a printing mistake. One might be Rebbe Lozer and one might be Rebbe... Rashi over here says Rebbe Lozer ben Padas. Like, to to tell us, like, which Rebbe Lozer we're talking... Rashi's news. One is... What? So that would solve the problem a little bit. One of them is an Eliezer. All right, we will stop here at the second mission.